You're listening to the Real Life Church Podcast. To learn more about Real Life Church, including our gathering times in Yuma, Arizona, visit us online at reallifeyuma.com. Today's talk comes from Pastor Bob Van Horn. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Real Life Church. And yes, we're starting a brand new teaching series, and I'm glad you're with us. We're going to talk about an important topic for the next five weeks, specifically how God wants to use you to make a difference in the world in which you live in. I think everybody wants to make a difference. I think everyone has a desire to contribute something and be used to impact the community in which they live in. It's one of the reasons I like sports. I like to watch sports because you see a group of people coming together to do something that they can't do individually. I wonder how many of you played sports when you were growing up. Did you play basketball? Maybe football? What sport did you play? How about doing me a favor? Just put it in the comments. I would love to know how athletic you were when you were growing up. My first sporting experience was baseball. I got promoted right away to double A. My very first team was the Bemis Bags. And if I remember correctly, I only had one hit all year. I had a desire to play. I wanted to be in the game, but I spent most of my season on the bench. We all want to participate, don't we? Nobody wants to be on the sidelines. And sometimes it happens in sports. In your spiritual walk with Jesus, God doesn't want you on the bench. He wants to use you. You were created by God and gifted by God to be used by God. And that's what this series is all about. Game on. It's time to get in the game. I picked out a one sentence memory verse for us for this series. I'm asking you to try to memorize this in the next five weeks. I think you can do it. It's a memory verse that Jesus actually prayed in John chapter 17. Just as you sent me into the world, I also send them into the world. Jesus is praying this. He's saying, God, just as you have sent me to come and to live amongst them, to teach amongst them, to die amongst them, to be resurrected amongst them, I came and fulfilled my mission. And then he changes the prayer and says, now I'm going to send them on mission. I'm going to send them to be used by me to reach this world. It certainly applied for the early church. That's what happened then. And it applies for us today that we would be used for his name's sake. The problem is, is that God says, you're up. And we look at him and say, me? Well, I'm kind of comfortable here being on the bench. Isn't there somebody else more qualified or better than me that could go in the game? Maybe someone who's got a little bit more time. Maybe someone who's got a little bit more qualification could go in the game. And we, when God looks at us, want someone else to be in the game. There are a lot of people watching 
a few people do a lot of work. And what could happen if those that were watching actually got in the game and did their part and allowed God to use them? So my goal today is for you to pray this three-word prayer. God, use me. Now, before we pray that prayer, before we ask him to use me to purify my heart. So when we ask God to purify our heart, what we're asking him to do is to, to search our heart. And yes, God does know how much you've messed up, and God does know how much I've messed up. And a lot of us, we feel like we're not worthy, and that God would never use somebody like you. You are worthy because you are in Christ Jesus. That's what makes you worthy. And what we have to do is we have to change the way we think about that. And the way we do that is we ask God to purify our hearts. There's this guy in the Old Testament. His name was Joshua. Before one of the battles that he was about to go into, he says this to the nation, purify yourselves because tomorrow the Lord will perform miracles among you. Did you get that? Purify yourselves. Confess to God our sin. Yes, Lord, I am a mess. I make mistakes. I do things wrong. I've been on the bench too long. Admit it. Confess to God. And he says in the morning, he's going to do miraculous things in your life. See, none of us are going to be perfect. There are no perfect people. What we're saying to God when we're asking him to purify our hearts is, Lord, we want to be used by you. God, purify my heart. Make my heart new after you. After you purify your heart, you have to dedicate your body. You're going to have to train your body. You're going to have to discipline your body. You're going to have to work hard. And you know what that means also as followers of Christ? You might have to sweat a little bit. I'm asking you to realize that what we do for God might require some effort. In God's kingdom, you're competing for something that's eternal. We can't afford to be sitting on the sidelines when eternity is at stake. We have to show up. Our hearts and our bodies need to be ready. Are you ready to sweat for Jesus? Do you want to use your body to make a difference? Would you pray just like, I give you my heart, God, I give you my body? A heart, the body, and now will I give him the ability to simplify my schedule. You know one of the reasons we don't have the energy? We keep a busy schedule. We schedule God into our time instead of God being our time. He shouldn't get the leftovers of our time or minutes of our time every day. He should get all of our time. Be careful of your kids' times. Our world is a trap. Sometimes we send a message to our kids that whatever they're doing is more important than their relationship with God. We got to strengthen our faith.
Jesus talked about faith. He talked about if you would only have the faith of a mustard seed. Now, that's not very big. It's relatively very small. And he says, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can do a lot of great things. If we would fortify that mustard seed, if we would strengthen that mustard seed, nothing could stop you from living the life that God wanted you to live and impacting this world in such a positive way. I want to give you four areas very quickly that God could use you right now. You don't need any specific training. You don't need to go anywhere. God could use you right now in this way in your family. Same guy we talked about, Joshua, he has another great statement. He says this, and this ought to be your prayer for your family right here. As for me and my family, I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm going to ask God to use me serving my family. Start with those that are closest to you. Yeah, ask God to use you in serving them. Not only were we called to serve our families, but God's Word says that we were called to serve our church. How could you be used in your church? Did you know that your church is bigger than just real-life church? Your church is those brothers and sisters, those people who know Christ that live around you. Maybe real life church is not your home church, but you're here today and you're watching your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Not just your family, not just your church, but at work. The great majority of us who work full time, the biggest thing we do in our day is what? Work. Does God want to use you at your work? I didn't say that you had to monopolize every conversation in a Jesus conversation, but people at your work ought to know who you are because the way you work, you represent Christ at work. How could you be used by God at your work? Have you ever thought about praying for your coworkers? Asking them, is there a way I could pray for you this week? Have you ever thought about inviting them to your small group, inviting them to church, invite them to your house for dinner? I mean, there's lots of ways that you could be used by God at work. And lastly, how about your world? Yeah, Jesus did say that when he left us, that he was going to give us his Holy Spirit. And if you're a Christian today, you have that Holy Spirit. He was going to give you power to be his witnesses wherever you're at. He was going to give you power to purify your heart. He was going to give you power to dedicate your body. He was going to give you power to simplify your schedule, to fortify your faith, the power to be able to tell people about who Jesus is. See, Jesus told those early listeners that they would receive power, the same exact power that you and I have. I'm thinking about Isaiah, and he hears the Lord say, whom can I send? Who will go for us? Isaiah stands up and says, here I am. Here I am. Send me. God, use me. I want to get in the game. I'm tired of sitting on the bench. We can't afford to be caught on the sidelines today. And when we're not in the game, God's not getting the glory he deserves. Get in the game because it brings glory to God. So you ready to pray that prayer? 
God use me? Heavenly Father, we come before you today asking you to purify our hearts. Because of Jesus Christ's death on the cross, we're dedicating our body for an eternal prize. We're asking you to give us wisdom, God, to simplify our schedule. We're asking you to strengthen us and to fortify our faith. God, I know that you want to use me today in my family, in my church, in my work, and for our world. For your glory. God, we pray this prayer right now. We're praying it. God, use us. Use me. Now listen, if you're here this morning and you're not a Christian, your first prayer is not God use me, but God forgive me. Your prayer begins by thanking God for loving you so much that he would send Jesus to die on a cross to be your savior, to forgive you of your sin, to be your Lord, and then to join the brothers and sisters who just prayed, God use me. And of course, we pray all of this in Jesus' name. If you prayed either of those prayers, God use me or God forgive me, why don't you put that in the chat? Encourage those that are listening, and that would really encourage me. I can't wait for part two. That'll happen next week if God wills, right? I hope to see you back in Jesus' name, all right? God bless you. If you were encouraged by today's talk, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you stream your podcasts. To experience other talks, videos, and live gatherings, visit us online at reallifeyuma.com or download the Real Life Church app. And again, thanks for listening to the Real Life Church Podcast.